Welcome to the Life Right Here, Inner Medicine Tools for Present Moment Living. I'm your host, Emma Waters, yoga teacher, educator, and inner medicine coach. We'll explore all things yoga, Ayurveda, and contemplative practice to give you practical tools and insight to reduce overwhelm, soothe the nervous system, and remind you of who you are at your core, right here in this moment. The Life Right Here is your weekly prescription of peace, presence, and power. Let's tune in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode two. This marks the first of the seasonal sessions with plenty of information, guidance, and reflective prompts to have you living in alignment with this season. Here in Australia, it has just become spring, which is a season of new beginnings, renewal, and growth. I definitely feel an extra bounce in my step as spring arrives. What about you? I actually want to start today with a line from a Mary Oliver poem, and I love Mary Oliver. She just seems to give nature a voice. And the poem is, what can I say? But this is just one line that I came across the other day and felt really moved by. This is the line. The song you heard singing in the leaf when you were a child is singing still. I feel like this speaks to our disconnection from nature as we grow up and become an adult with lots of responsibilities. And we forget that we're a part of nature and deeply connected to every living thing and that we all have an inner song. And that leaf that is still singing reminds me of the underlying hum of the universe that yoga speaks of and our own inner vibration that maybe we've forgotten during winter. And this might be actually during the season of winter Well, maybe you've been experiencing a personal winter that has gone on longer than just the three months of the season. Actually, I'd say that we've been experiencing a global winter, really, of sorts, for a couple of years, hey? I'm speaking metaphorically here. You know, any great challenge, a loss, or a time of hardship can be a winter. But in a literal sense... We've just come out of winter in Australia, so the heavier quality and the hibernation associated with the actual season of winter can cause us to forget the delights of nature. We've possibly spent more time indoors and nature herself turns inward. So this episode, I'll be introducing some Ayurvedic concepts around spring and the energy of spring some imbalances that can occur this season and some lifestyle guidelines for maintaining or regaining balance in this transitional season as we transition into the warmer months. Ayurveda describes daily routines called Dinacharya that are great to apply in any season, but there are also seasonal routines prescribed called Ritucharya that are beautifully beneficial. So as I've said, heavy 
and dense qualities tend to accumulate in winter. So spring is the optimal time for lightening up and clearing the body of excess accumulation and possibly stagnation. In winter, I don't know about you, but I tend towards heavier foods and eat more. And maybe we're moving a little less. So we look to break down this heaviness and denseness so that it can be burnt up. In spring, we don't need the richer, heavier foods. We want lighter, slightly drier, simple foods that digest easily. And if you're new to Ayurveda, which is the ancient, natural system medicine of yoga, the central teaching is that our agni, or digestive fire, and, and this fire is actually called Jataragni, the royal fire, as there's a number of fires in our body, as described in Ayurveda. But Agni is central to our health and longevity. And most imbalances and diseases can ultimately be traced back to impaired Agni. So we want to support a strong and balanced digestive fire throughout the year. Not too strong or too weak or even fluctuating balance and steadiness are key. And during winter, our agni can be a little slower and it takes more effort to fire it up. So coming into spring, a focus on a few little tweaks to your diet can be really supportive. And I'm aiming to keep this super simple. And maybe you can just pick one simple thing to start with today. Firstly, spices are a great way to impact the digestive fire and some common spices to start experimenting with a black pepper, ginger, cinnamon, turmeric, and the rock stars of Ayurvedic spices, fennel, coriander, and cumin. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're all things that you possibly have in your spice cabinet already. You've definitely heard of them, I'd say. But out of these ginger, maybe that's one to pick. It's really agony stimulating. It can help you get your agni going and you could simply chew a slice of ginger or my preference would be just having a ginger tea, simple, in the morning, when you get up, in the evening, you could even sip it through the day. In terms of other foods for spring, apples, pears, berries are astringent in taste and this is a, a quality of taste described in Ayurveda. Raisins and prunes are the same. And this is a taste that we want to increase in spring. Leaner proteins are a good idea as we're aiming to lighten up. And some bitter vegetables like Brussels sprouts, cabbage, broccoli and asparagus will all be a good choice. Generally, the foods you can buy locally that are in season are always the best choice. Another big one in terms of foods is to avoid cold foods. And this is generally the case in any season, according to Ayurveda. But things like ice cream or smoothie bowls or even iced water, they are impairing to agni, or the digestive fire. It's like throwing a, <laughs> a glass of cold water on a fire is definitely going to dampen it. And because of their colder, heavier qualities, dairy products might be best skipped as well in spring. Too much sweet and heavy food will bring in balance. 
A good thing to remember here is like increases like. So when the season is characterized by heaviness, we want to bring the opposite as this will bring balance. Some potential signs of imbalance in spring are a loss of appetite, sinus or chest congestion, allergies that come up during spring and feelings of lethargy or you know extreme tiredness. Mentally, maybe you might be feeling sluggish or drowsy. You might have brain fog or even sadness or depression in its extreme. And can you feel how these relate to too much heaviness, too much earth and water elements? So we want to bring the fire. We can do this through warmer foods in the ways that I've described, but also through movement and lifestyle. So here's my top five lifestyle tips for spring that you can start to create a bit of a seasonal routine or ritucharya from. Number one, exercise daily. <laughs> Outdoors if you can. First thing in the morning is best, I find, just get it done. And spring is a time to move a little more vigorously and get a little sweaty. So yoga-wise, sun salutations are perfect. You might take a brisk walk, a gentle jog, or an exercise class. Number two, wake up with the sun. This will bring your body back into those natural circadian rhythms, which is only a good thing. This might mean you have to give up something on TV the night before to get to bed a little earlier so that you can still get eight hours of sleep. Number three, if you can get to a sauna, this is going to be so beneficial. And I plan on doing this <laughs> during the spring. I've got my favorite spa that I like to go to. But this is such a benefit for heating up the tissues, removing any excess accumulation and heaviness. It's this time of burning off. So the heat of a sauna is the perfect support. Number four, eat your largest meal at midday when digestive fire is strongest. And this one is not just for spring. This is a traditional Ayurvedic recommendation for your daily routine, <clears throat> no matter what the season is. Number five, try and begin a routine. This might be the hardest one or the weirdest one if you've not had a lot to do with Ayurveda. <laughs> but begin a routine of daily oil massage. And this is called Abhyanga. And if you're new to Ayurveda, bear with me. Because this practice is so nourishing. And it can be practiced in all seasons, just with different oils. You would choose a different oil to use. So a light oil like almond or grapeseed oil is perfect for spring. And you just massage this into your skin in the morning before you shower. If you've got time to leave it on for a little bit before you shower, then that's even better. But even a couple of minutes of letting that oil be absorbed by the skin a little is going to set you up for a really grounded day. I like to keep a towel aside, and this was recommended to me, that's kind of your younger towel, so an oily towel, an older towel perhaps, so that you can pat excess oil off after you shower because you don't wash it off with soap. If you're worried about oil going in the drain, which I've had people express to me before, you might even pat 
your body down with a paper towel before you shower just to get off that excess. But as I said, you don't wash the oil off with soap. You just pat it dry with that certain towel that you've kept aside and then you won't ruin your whole collection of bath towels. It's a grounding, nurturing practice that feels really nourishing to do on a regular basis. A few times a week if you can, you could even just start with once a week and build from there. And then finally, I'd love to just briefly look at the energy of spring. It's a time of renewal and growth. And so this can be a wonderful time to look at other areas of your life that feel sluggish or stagnant, whether that be work or relationships, lifestyle, money, even your house, your living space, your garden. People get inspired to spring clean their house and get rid of items that are cluttering their space. You could start by picking a drawer or a cupboard. This is not about doing more. You might look at how you can strip back and simplify. What else is kind of weighing you down from winter? What else can you burn off or let go of? A habit that you know is not supporting you. If this season is about clearing out, lightening up and burning off the weight of winter, we can apply this physically, mentally, emotionally and even spiritually. May I recommend that if you have a schedule that is overcrowded, overwhelming, fast-paced, which is many of us, that maybe this is your first action step. For this coming week, can you add in just one window of stillness and silence into your day? Start with three minutes when you wake up. That's 180 seconds. Can you give yourself that just to turn inward? And if not, why not? Sometimes it's a fear of what we're going to find if we be still. But if you just stay with your breath and give yourself that little window every day. And then sometime during your week, if you can manage it, use the PDF that accompanies this podcast and I'll put the link in the show notes to reflect on the ideas that I've brought up here. And some of it's not new to you. Sometimes we just need a reminder. Maybe there's a tiny little tweak to your day that you can bring in that's going to have a big impact. You could set an intention for spring and then in next episode... I'll guide you through a little practice where you can use that intention that you create. But it's a great opportunity to reflect on what ways you want to lighten up so that then in that lightness and spaciousness, you can begin to notice that singing in the leaf that's always serenading you. But now you might be able to listen and notice and even tune into the symphony of life. Thank you, my beautiful friends. I'd love to hear what you took from this episode, one change you've made or anything that comes from creating that window of stillness. 
You can message me on Instagram or Facebook and let me know and share this episode with anyone you think it would support. And I'll see you next week.